Are you gonna do it? Steve? <laughs> Is he gonna do it now? <laughs> Welcome back to the show. This week, one of us isn't who they say they are. Who? It's me. It's oh me. No. It's me. <laughs> it's the thing. I'm Steve. I'm Danielle. And I'm the thing. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I ruined the game immediately. (laughs) You immediately gave up the ghost, man. Hey, sometimes the ghost needs giving up. Listen, just like our equilibrium episode, now I have to burn you. Like it's, it's. I refuse to be burned two thirds of the time. (laughs) Wait, what's the one third of the time? One of one of these times, I just won't feel like getting burned, so I'll veto it. But oh, okay. This is the second out of three. Oh, okay. So you're fine it. with this? Yeah, my punch. All right. Well, this is going to be a quick episode as we're burning the thing right now. <laughs> and we got a lighter. Yeah, no. Flamethrower. Uh, you didn't happen to bring gas today, did you? I brought large amounts of oh, gasoline. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. 15 pounds of like kerosene. Just what's in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is it in containers in your gas. pocket? No, it's just pocket gas. <laughs> so it's like free floating gas. You must have solid pockets. <laughs> If you're holding gas in your pockets, there's a Ziploc bag full of gas oh, in my okay. pocket. All right. See, that's more practical. <sighs> Make me Thank explain you. it. It takes the magic out of it. <laughs> takes the magic out of having gas in your pockets. I'm just shocked you don't have a gas pocket. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody have a pocket specifically for gas? I wasn't expecting to have to burn an extraterrestrial today. <laughs> All right, so sorry I didn't bring well, my pocket I was, gas. I was. That's why I brought pocket but gas. But you're the thing. <laughs> Why would you bring <laughs> your own death? Trying to earn your trust. Oh. Mm. Well, can, it makes it assimilate. so you don't expect him as much. I'm a natural thing. Listen, before I get assimilated, I need dinner. I need to be wined and dined, you know. Take care of me a little bit, Michael. And then maybe, maybe I'll let you assimilate me. Uh, oh, maybe. You think you could stop me from assimilating <laughs> you? I don't know. That gas in your pocket Fine, is looking I'll pretty Fine, I'll do it relatable. in a way you won't enjoy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, I don't think I would enjoy it under any circumstance. From what that movie showed us, it looks very disgusting and gooey. Oh, they they just covered everything in lube, like <laughs> was, pounds of surgical lube. So it was a lot of so just petroleum jelly everywhere. It, it, clear lube. Now, people don't know this at home. Danielle is actually our accountant for the show. Uh, how much do you think their lube budget was for accountant? this movie? Yeah, like your best, your best, uh, yeah. your best judgment. What was um, the lube? A hundred thousand dollars just in lube. <laughs> just, in, <laughs> just in lube. Holy shit! They it's paid Kurt Russell's salary in lube. <laughs> they got no discounts for bulk. <laughs> well, yeah, they didn't go to Walmart or no. Wait, what's the wholesale? No, they <laughs> had BJ's. It, they had it shipped individually <laughs> in discreet packaging <laughs> to the set. Yeah, they're all like in little Ziploc bags. Like, all right, all right. One Every, of these guys has to dig through this body. Don't tell him he's digging through a pound of lube. <laughs> Uh, some juicy noises coming out oh, of that. But like, I'll give it to them. Those special effects really, they they kind of held up. Now, granted, we were watching the DVD, so I'm sure the Blu-ray might look a little better. It's probably not that much. Yeah, but like, yeah, those those effects kind of held up a little bit. Well, and there wasn't just two of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, in, in a lot of movies with effects like that, it's like a couple of times where they're like, oh, they really nailed it. And this, they did it the whole time, the, the yeah. whole way through. Yeah. Well, it's like I was telling you guys before we started uh, actually watching it, like the, the guy who did the effects, you know, he was a pretty young guy. I think he was like 22, maybe. And like to have this as your like credits, <laughs> I would be pretty proud. Put that on a resume. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Especially like, as your first real job. Yeah, Just seriously. Kill it. Yeah. Like, and you know, John Carpenter put a lot of faith in that guy for, you know, first real job it's like all right make it make a thing make it look good <laughs> make it th- <laughs> your it, spaghettio budget is through the roof uh, it helped <laughs> that it could look different every single time it was in the movie so that's yeah, really that is true with, you know you didn't have to make anything consistent well they it looked like they brought that dog head back sorry what were you gonna say uh, uh no i was just gonna say that like even though it wasn't the same shape like every 
piece that they had had the same sort of like wrinkly oh like and it was like the same color so even though it wasn't the same thing per se it was like on theme (laughs) it was on theme (laughs) it was on theme yeah went to the same stylist yeah (laughs) alien matter yeah yeah exactly but yeah no i mean this this was a lot better uh this watch around that I remember like it's been a while since I've gone back and watched this and it's like it gives me that fun whodunit kind of vibe but it's an alien taking over people's bodies yeah well like and I've never seen the movie until now right like a lot of movies that we watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, half the fun yeah but um I was just gonna say that it's it's that classic sort of horror that isn't scary but it creates a sense of being scared and you know the environment itself is what scares you more than the creature per se because most of the time they're not in immediate danger of being around the creature it's more of like being afraid that it will show itself yeah or like who is the creature like right yeah and it's not chasing them you know know, like no one no one's getting hunted down so like your typical movie where there's like an outbreak there's a mm-hmm. lot of people running and it's a bunch of chaos, but this kind of methodically goes through their side of it and then, right. okay, well, which which one of us is it? Yeah. And tears them apart. Well, I like it because it's like you don't know anything that the the like main characters don't know. So it's not like one of those movies where it's like we as the audience can like piece together who might be the thing. It's like we're finding things out as... Russell uh, Crowe, not Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh my God, what's his name? <laughs> Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh my God, Russell, Russell Crowe. That would have been a different movie. <laughs> Are no. you not entertained? <laughs> Come at me, thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you hear the things? <laughs> I can't believe. Sorry. Uh. We're not talking about Lee Miz. I'll go on him for an hour why they put that fucker in that movie. No, but like as Kurt Russell's figuring things out, that's when we get that information. Like I feel like some of these movies, they kind of like throw stuff at you or like they show you like that. Oh, nobody's in the room, but you're getting to see it. Like right. there's not too much of that. Or at least if there is, there's nothing really being shown to you. It's just kind of like or it's a continuation of something you've already seen. So like right. you saw like the head move away type thing so someone else is and then you see the person getting fully assimilated right but you already knew they were so they didn't they didn't surprise us with any well entrances really it was more the exits (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's true no they made some great exits with these uh weird crab puppets yeah that that one it was very um it yeah it did look like the yeah (laughs) it did look like that fucking crab head from it yeah Ugh. although obviously this came way before yeah. so it was inspired by <laughs> although i don't know what they did with the original i haven't seen that either oh oh the fucking tv special <laughs> yeah. oh you don't need to see it okay cool tim curry's <laughs> fantastic but you don't need to see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, agree oh, yeah we'll just leave it at that <laughs> it's like three hours of your life you'll never mm. get back cool but uh so like this movie starts you know we're in antarctica and it's 1982 well, the first thing we see, oh yes, is I almost the forgot space shot. Like mm. that's the first part of the movie yeah. is the UFO that, blanking yeah. towards. You know, I almost Earth. forgot they show that. It's almost like uh, the opening to Predator. Like it shows the ship yep. crash landing to Earth, and this one also shows. The, like I, I always forget they show the alien getting there, and like the crash led into the text that said the thing. Yeah, which that was, was a cool effect. That is a cool effect mm-hmm. on like it's almost like ripping out of the screen, mm-hmm. glowing blue. Yeah. It was pretty seamless. And one of the one of the great things about it is, nope, it's an alien. Yep. Okay, <laughs> okay, so it's an alien, and it doesn't take anything away or change the story at all. Right. You, it just allows it to be weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah it can you just kind of unlock the weirdness immediately. Yeah, like when your opening scene is a weird, goofy. UFO crash landing to Earth. It's like, all right, I can okay. I can believe spider legs growing out of guy's head right. later on. <laughs> but yeah, so it's you know we cut to Antarctica, 1982, and it's uh it's just a long shot of a helicopter, and he's chasing this like husky, but uh I don't know where this guy went to like you know marksman school, <laughs> but <laughs> he didn't practice in a helicopter. That was that was about 37 shots that he missed <laughs> on this single dog. 
<laughs> he even, was just running in a straight line. Like, yeah. No, and half the time, like, the dog is, like, slowing down to be, like, right under the helicopter. He's almost like, come on, shoot me. You won't do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's, on, te- he's teasing it. Yeah. He's like, you couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. <laughs> Man, this dog, I said, deserves an Oscar. Yeah. Like, obviously, this dog is no longer around. This movie was 40 years ago. Sad yeah. face. But <laughs> he did such a great job. No, this, oh my this God. is like, this is like, he should be up there with Air Bud. Come on, get this guy <laughs> some okay, awards. Yeah. We didn't well, see better this. Than Air Bud. We didn't see this husky dunk at all. <laughs> so that discussion's off the table. Would have been a better movie. <laughs> but he was a very good actor. Um, they got him to do a few shots here and there of like walking around the, the camp. Oh yeah, like too. they made the dog creepy. Yeah. Like and it's the first time I'm like, that dog is up to something. Well, they definitely. Cute. Well, yeah, he's a cute <laughs> dog, but at the same time, okay, there's just a UFO. Um, I don't think this dog's this dog. Yeah, and it's like, why would this crew go to such they're lengths a to lot shoot of, a dog? A lot of FaceTime on yeah, this dog. And like at a certain point, they're dropping grenades at this dog. So it's like, all right, they either this dog like stole their money or something. <laughs> like they really want this dog dead for some <laughs> reason. And. But, well, we we find out later why they wanted oh, well, yeah. the dog dead. And it also explains why that guy went and jumped on that grenade then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, seriously. But yeah, like this, we find out that it's a, a Norwegian crew. And, uh, you know, they're they're at a base like a like an hour away from our Americans right now. And, you know, they, they get onto their base. They're still shooting at this dog. They end up shooting one of our, our main crew. And uh, the one guy, like you said, jumps on a grenade and blows up blows his own helicopter. Up. And the other guy just gets like headshot through a window. Yep. Like, and and well, he's yelling, but they don't understand his language. Yeah, and he's trying to tell him like the dog's an alien, kill the dog. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know. Yeah, see, this is why we need to learn more languages. <laughs> you know, <laughs> save us from the thing. Dumb Americans. Prevent your. <laughs> Prevent alien invasion. Learn more languages. Yeah. Oh my god. What's the thing? Fucking Bumble. No. <laughs> what's the Bumble. the the language learning? Rosetta, oh, Rosetta Stone? Stone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Rosetta Stone will save us from all the thing attacks. Or Duolingo. We... Yeah. There you go. Duolipa. I mean lingo. Duolipa. Duolingo Lipa. I didn't see her in the movie. Oh my god. I'm cogitating too. Oh, Steve's um, really just I'm moving a, a mile day. a minute over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. I'm talking about the thing. It's a great movie. But yeah, after uh, after all this excitement with the dog, the crew lets the dog in, and uh, it's just kind of wandering around the base, and we're starting to like get these like creepy shots of like the dog opening doors and like going into this room. He's sneaking around, but like. The, the kind of cool thing is he goes into this room and you just assume whoever's in that room got assimilated. But, like, they don't really show you who it is. They just show you, like, the shadow of the guy against the wall. And, like, they kind of did that on purpose to the point where it's, like, it doesn't look like anybody actually in the crew that we see. But it's, like, oh, well, somebody, somebody. mysterious has been... Like something went down with this dog. Well, uh, you can tell that it's somebody with hair on their head. So... <laughs> Um, that was the one thing you could definitely one, see. You got one piece of information. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think immediately it was any of the bald dudes, but um, since we they get it later. <laughs> since we don't know what's going on, we think the dog just went in for alone time with that human. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just wanted to sleep. You know, it seems warm. We'll in there. go with that. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Definitely. Definitely. But at this point, you know, uh, Kurt Russell is like, all right, we got to find out more about where this dog came from and what these Norwegians were doing to try and shoot this right. dog. So they load up into the helicopter, they head over to the Norwegian base, and uh, they just find it in utter ruin. (laughs) Like, everything's burned, and, like, you know, there's holes punched through the walls everywhere, and, like, all the windows are broken. So it's like, well, (laughs) something freaking went down. Don't they find, like, the the creature on a table or... Well, yeah, like, well, they find that dude who... It looks like he cut himself with like yeah. a razor and like all of his blood was frozen. Like that was a kind of, that was, that was a neat. creepy like imagery right there. Yeah. Like, ugh, I've never seen frozen blood before. That's yeah. kind of They wrong. have to kind of like go room to room through yeah. this facility and finally they come across something else that happened and it's equally as gross. Yeah. And like it always seems like somebody goes into a different room. 
then they have to scream and bring the other people into that yeah. room. It's like if they would have just stuck together, yeah, <laughs> like all of this would have been discovered could, at the same yeah, time. I found something. It's like I know I'm in the room with you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's like yeah, but we got to film him coming in the room. Yeah, that was kind of this whole movie where they kept splitting up and they kept blaming each other and all this shit. And the whole time I'm just like, why don't they just all stay together <laughs> all the time and then they'll never be confused if somebody ran off to do something suspicious. Well, it's because you need that sus- you need know, that suspicion but it's or it doesn't work. But yeah, from here, they uh, Kurt Russell calls the guy into the room and there's like this almost like ice tomb it looks like something came out of it yep. or they melted something out of it. But it seems like almost too perfect to be just yeah, like something. sitting in the middle of a room. I think something thawed. Yeah, like it didn't just blow in the window. Like yeah, that. no. There were chunks of ice. Yeah, but they they like go outside and there's this like mangled up like burnt corpse. Mm. And their first instinct is like, hey, get the shovels. We got to bring this back. Show all the other <laughs> right. guys. We got to take it. Like, my first thing is, like, why would you bring that back? Like, it's obviously been on fire because it's burnt, but it's also just, like, bloody and gooey. Why, like, wrap that up and be like, yeah, man, <laughs> like, old Billy Bob is going to want to see this. Well, they wanted to do an autopsy. Well, and they're, they're researchers, so they're going to they're gonna They're going to research. They're going to be curious. Yeah, because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I guess they never really tell you what this crew is doing out there. They're well, just They're just hanging like out. a science base. Right. I don't know. Yeah, because like it just oh, says they like, had a radio that didn't work, so <laughs> yeah, a science true. base based on other films that have been made. It's like, well, you don't need a radio to do science, I guess. It's like That's the, the science like people out in the cold. people. Okay, <laughs> they're doing tests on the ice and stuff, testing the pH and <laughs> yeah, snow. yeah, weather station. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, this ice is different than that ice. Let's <laughs> test it. Let's do an autopsy. Let's do an do. autopsy on ice. Yeah, why did they need somebody there who can perform autopsies? <laughs> Well, they were hunting for aliens. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. They like, knew they were aliens. That's the only <laughs> reason why they were out there. But, like, you know, we're seeing more of, like, life on this base. And, uh, you know, we're seeing more shots of this dog kind of walking around. And it ends up biting one of our guys. And they're like, oh, put that thing in the in the cage with the others. So they uh, walk this husky into the, I guess, their, like, dog pen. And this thing starts, like, like you start hearing, like, the dogs kind of, like, crying as this thing walks in. And it just kind of, like lays down and it's like it's like i gotta wait until he's he growling yeah, yeah he's like growling he's making these noises and he's just staring at a wall mm. and like the guy who puts him in the cage kind of notices like all right there's something like, that's not normal there's something <laughs> off about this husky but whatever i got i gotta i gotta go smoke <laughs> like, it's turn, also negative 40 degrees out i'm leaving yeah it's yeah. like yeah it doesn't matter that much but yeah this is like the dog starts to fucking like freak out its face rips open like mm. this thing looked awesome it was the demo dog yeah, seriously, Basically. it literally yep. was the demo dog. It was dog. like the peeling back. Yeah, it was like a freaking clementine just walked. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Gross. Peels his face off to release, uh, you know, release the other face that had been growing or <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just the noises coming from this thing. It's like that weird, like, cicada-y, like, mm. kind of, like, chirping. Ugh. It's so unsettling. I don't like it. I like the, uh, the tubes. Oh yeah, yeah. there was really, a lot of tubes. It was very frilly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think like the <laughs> central tube that like comes out of its mouth or something. Yeah, its tongue tube is like the main like d- detector, and then it like latches on to somebody and like pulls them in. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like pulling all these dogs in, and like yeah. by the time the crew gets back, and Kurt Russell's like, "Get the fucking flamethrower!" Right. <laughs> There's like two dogs left. Yeah, and like. One of them has been like completely like, like melted. Like yeah, all of its skin is gone. Into goo. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like goo. And then the other one is like up against goo. the wall with like thirteen <laughs> like tentacles like jammed into also it. Also, a lot of goo. Yeah, a lot of goo. The, still, just they covered everything in lube. <laughs> yeah, it was that hundred thousand dollars really being spent well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yeah, but like we kind of see during this part, and I wish they kind of showed you a little bit more. But like while this commotion is going on with the dog like a piece of it goes up into the ceiling and kind of escapes before they burn it Mm. so they don't really show you where that piece goes but we assume it assimilates somebody right and Mm. they do it a couple times where they kill it they didn't really kill it they kill it they didn't really kill it but so but we always see something leave right right. i think that's the only time we the viewers get information that the characters aren't 
privy to. Right. I think that's the only thing. The only thing is that the thing was <laughs> fine. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, let's see how many times we say thing in this movie. <laughs> and, you know, it turned into the thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a pretty good title because it's the it perfect descriptor yeah. for it. It's like, what is it? I don't know. It's a thing. I don't know. It's like four dogs, six people, and a helicopter now. So <laughs> It's kind of blobby. Oh, my God. I would have loved if it assimilated a helicopter. It's just, <laughs> it just like takes <laughs> off halfway through the movie. It's Transformers it now. Grows a big mouth on, on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, after they burn this like dog thing, corpse, whatever, they bring it and then we're doing more alien autopsies. And this is where they 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 figure out, and we get privy to the information that this thing can perfectly assimilate and copy anything that it comes in contact with, and it only needs like a little bit of itself to to kind yeah. of like completely replicate somebody, and like like that is that is just so creepy. Is this <laughs> is this where we watch the digital rendering of the cells? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, and like he's got like this super complicated like computer program for the 1980s. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was it speaks in full sentences and it yeah. renders Yeah, it's an three, AI. S- three or four cells <laughs> digitally. And it, Yeah, there was <laughs> like fucking 8-bit like blocks that just like changed color <laughs> and then moved to another block and changed color. That was like the weirdest like way to show that yeah. you think they would show it some, you think they would be like looking under a microscope or something. Yeah. Like, more. you know, for a science base, you yeah. think he would be doing science and not <laughs> just like typing <laughs> compu- information old, into a not computer, computer programming. Like <laughs> the only thing it really did for the story is show you, okay, it can take over cells. Right. And then you saw it like inject another cell. Yeah. So and it's like, it can do these things. Now it can be anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, this is where like, you know the character who f- finds this out and he's entering this stuff into the computer like he almost like loses his mind here he, yeah because he like crazy. he f- the computer basically tells him like there's a 75 percent chance that somebody on the crew has already been assimilated yeah. and then they're like if any of this gets into the population with i think it said like twenty seven thousand hours, hours yep. the entire population would be taken the whole world would be mm. destroyed so it's like he starts losing his fucking shit yeah and he doesn't tell anybody that information no, no. he keeps it to himself <laughs> decides his, just don't explain yourself go bananas yeah. and starts yeah. breaking <laughs> he's got a, he has access to quite a few axes yeah. he smashes what everything in his room well he smashes the radio he blows up not blows up the helicopter but he smashes the controls for the helicopter and then he smashes the tractor so it's like he's like while he's smashing the radio he keeps just saying like not a year getting out of here do you understand how this could like spread y'all don't even know if you're you he broke the computer that could have explained why he was going crazy yeah, or and like all the evidence maybe before you destroy all the stuff be like hey guys listen i think it would be a good idea if we just got rid of the temptation of mm-hmm. any of us leaving you know just kind of figure this out like where we're going but no he went straight for the fucking fire axe and he's like nah nah r- no more radio right mm-hmm. you're out yeah I mean, you think he would explain that a little bit but he understood the consequences he knew how grave they were and he rose to the occasion <laughs> he, he was a bigger man Oh my god, yeah, no, he just should have left a post-it or something. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, Michael. No. No, Although, just... you'd think whoever was doing the autopsy would maybe be in contact with it, and it would maybe infect yeah, them. You would think, but, you know, we're, we'll find that out later, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it se- it seemed knows. to work. Not yeah. not like that. Not like they said it did. Right. <laughs> but like at <laughs> put your fingers in someone's face. It wasn't a little drop getting into their water. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my hands your face now. <laughs> True. But yeah, like after his freak out, they, they decide, oh, they're gonna lock him in the tool shed and while they're locking him in there, he's like, Hey, look out for uh Clark. You know, he's he's been acting weird ever since like the dog thing. Like you know, he's and like we find out later on, like you know, spoilers if you haven't seen this movie from fucking 40 years ago. <laughs> like, he was actually a thing this whole time, but, like, he was almost casting doubt on other members of the crew yeah. from this tool shed. It's like, all right, well, I can just stay in here, build my little ship or whatever the fuck I'm doing, and, you know, I'm just going to keep telling Kurt Russell, like, oh, tech, check out Jim, uh, check out Clark. Like, they're they're definitely the things. I saw them. Like, he was making out with that alien. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> they were French kissing again. <laughs> 
But like, I love that this creates like this huge amount of like distrust in these people who have, you know, they've all seem like they've been friends for years. Yeah. And like, they're all bickering and arguing and like, nobody can be like, give a straight answer whether like, who's the thing or who saw who go well, where. They, they just, there's no trust anymore. And it, it's kind of, it's kind of nice that they did that because they have this huge explosion with their relationships right. and we get to watch and everybody's screaming and like almost fist fighting. They do that a couple times. Then it de-escalates a bit while they try to use their brains right. and kill it once and for all. But it never really goes, the tension never goes away mm-hmm. and it only gets more when, you know, they're finding something new or like it only gets elevated. So like best of friends blow up and then, okay, we're relaxed, but we're not fully relaxed <laughs> and we're just going to stay here the rest of the movie. Right. And then only jump up, but yeah. never go below baseline. Yeah, it was definitely that like continuous tension throughout the whole thing. But I did also like how it was, you know, from the first time that we see the creature, it never really gets anything less than like... Yeah, <laughs> it just keeps going like, up. But yeah, like we... Our, our characters are trying to figure out who could be the thing. So they come up with this idea for like the blood test. And like, this is probably like my favorite part of the movie. Cause like, you know, McCready's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta run over to my shed real quick. Like nobody, nobody like move. And if anybody moves, like burn them. Cause they're burn obviously em. the thing. So, you know, the guy he goes out with like loses them and comes back and they start shedding some like doubt on McCready or, uh, you know, Kurt Russell's character. And, uh, you know, they find this like ripped up jacket and like, I honestly forgot that he's yeah. not the alien. So right. like when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, maybe Kurt Russell is the right, alien. Maybe. I'm like, I, I forget how this ends. Oh, so I have a weird like sort of question, I guess. So yeah. when we first see the first human get assimilated, right? Um, he immediately like he has like claw hands and is like making weird like like noises like he's not having like he's not walking around and talking in full sentences right right so that is like the first point where they're immediately like it could be anybody right but like they haven't seen anybody act normal like how would you know if it's possible to be normal while you're infected like it seems like you immediately turn into like a creature I don't know. Yeah, well, like, it's it's kind of hard to answer that because it's like, at the end, they show the one character completely assimilated. Like, he's not acting weird. He's not talking, though. But, yeah. like, you know, he looks like a normal person. But right. then you also get that where, like, the guy's got the claws or, like, the thing looks like he's got, like, the mouth coming out of the stomach. Like, yeah. So it's like... At what point yeah. are you taken over? Yeah, like, when do you lose, like consciousness yeah and be, just become the thing yeah I, I, it it is kind of weird because it turned them into monsters almost first yeah. right but i don't know there's probably like a time limit where they have to fully incubate or assimilate the time <laughs> i imagine it's similar to like uh typical zombie movies where it's like once you're infected it happens like so fast right well i mean it seemed to happen pretty fast like after this whole like when they do this this blood test and like the one guy is found out to be the thing and he ends up biting one of the other guys and like starting to assimilate him that almost happens like instantaneously mm. from the moment he like gets let go from the jaws and Kurt Russell's burning the other one outside like by the time he gets back in the thing's already starting to like turn I think that's because mm. he like most of his torso was the mouth <laughs> so like he bit him extra good because mm. his head turned into a mouth like i get it it's just a dummy that they attached to this thing and had the guy like fight yeah the movies aren't him. real but yeah <laughs> well like i thought they actually killed people <laughs> right too. they just they went and got one of those monsters and had to eat steve oh my god no not again i, I told myself i would never get eaten by a monster <laughs> no but like it was such a cool effect like just seeing like the thing like shoot up onto the ceiling, land down, then he like picks up a person and <laughs> starts and like just starts biting eating his him. head. Like it, it I know it like it looks super goofy, but like it was such a cool oh, like yeah. a cool way to do it. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty two. It was a little bit goofy, but it was still pretty cool. Well it's like you know <laughs> if they, they go just and bites him, <laughs> picks him up. Like if you go and watch that that like prequel thing that came out in uh, twenty eleven, 
there's no like practical effects like everything is like cgi so it's like it looks way different yeah and it like that looks more fake than the like puppets and stuff that they're using in this so like there's something to say about these like practical things that they're doing and it's it's, it's kind of nice to still see that you and know. I, i've all, i've always liked practical effects right just well, it doesn't have to quite look like that but it, at least you did it like you, you made yeah. it ha- like at least you made it that look like that well and i think the thing about it is because it's actually real like a physical thing it's always going to look more real than something computer generated right. if the computer generated stuff isn't like top tier Mm -hmm. so it yeah even though you can tell it's not really somebody being ripped open (laughs) when it's a physical model it's still always going to look more real i I think it's just because it doesn't break that plane in your head where you notice the differences between physical and most most of the stuff i don't know older so a lot of the good movies that i grew up watching had practical effects and then i think we saw a lot of the not so good CGI, so we could pick true. it out way better than most people. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, because I think they do like that head thing again. Like that happens here, where mm-hmm. it like grows like the spider legs, but it's all computer generated legs this time, and like just yeah. doesn't hit as well as like actually seeing something like jettison out of like well, a even, freaking head. Even the stuff when when they were burning the matronics to make the like right. legs keep moving and things like that, like. It just looks better than the CGI fire moving CGI Lee. <laughs> Even if the CGI fire is really good. Yeah. Like I'll still I'll still take Kurt Russell with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Than Kurt Russell with a green screen flamethrower. Right. Yeah, when they were burning people, like they they were actually like yeah, lighting, lighting, lighting on stuff fire. on yeah, fire. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you're surrounded by ice yes. and you have an abundance of flamethrowers. Yeah. I feel like that's not what you want. Like that's well, another coat would what be if, better than they what had. If, what they if they have, have to ice fish and they, they got to burn a hole through the ice? Dr- they have drills for that. But yeah, I actually don't it, understand why they had as much ammunition as they did. Well, they had th- a lot. Like, what if? Do you think they used it to like thaw things out? Like, I don't know. What if the helicopter like froze? They had to like. No, I don't think they would light their. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of why scientists would have seven flamethrowers well, just hiding. Turns out they were prepared for this situation. They just failed. They were. <laughs> yeah, before they went out there, they're like, hey, what if we have a thing that like uh, assimilates us? And they're like, oh, better pack four flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, the, the cool uh, thing about all these outdoor shots at night was that they had all the blue lights. Yeah. Uh, to light up the camp and then anything that was set on fire or the their flares that were like red mm-hmm. it had a really cool color contrast yeah so it was yeah it was really like visually cool to look at right. even at nighttime when normally things would be super dark a lot of movies do that right where they just turn down all the brightness yeah. and everything is just black and you can't see anything but they actually had like a lot of color even though it was still nighttime right. and most of it's just snow anyway so it all like reflects the color which is kind of cool yeah but i mean like look at slender man they just turned the lights off for that and they're like don't look <laughs> don't look <laughs> there's a movie back here you don't want to see, see this <laughs> don't worry about it don't worry about it but yeah like uh, you know we do our blood test everybody gets burnt up and like we get rid of what like all of the things the main so we purge thought. of the so alien creature yeah but there's only four crew members left plus the guy that they locked out in the tool shed. So they're like, okay, well, we all know we're not the thing. So we got to go check him and make sure he's not the thing. So when they get out there, they find, you know, the front door's open, he's gone, and the floorboards have been ripped up. And he's apparently been busy in his time <sighs> in prison. His, his secret lair. Yeah. <laughs> where he's building a spaceship. Yeah. How did he do he's that? He's got, like, welding equipment down here. He's got, like, a full spaceship, and it looks like he's dug out an entire tunnel by hand. Yeah. Well, he yeah. is... I mean, he's an alien. He's an Ooh, alien. He does have all those tentacles that'll help him out. He spaghettied his tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I can clear great. a tunnel in it's two minutes great. flat. He's trying to phone home. <laughs> he's trying he's just, to phone home. Well, yeah. I mean... Yeah. To go home. Yeah, he's trying to get... Well... Or to another planet, they, they, maybe. They never really explain if they were shot there or if they just crash landed there or something. Right. So True. 
their goal was to land and do that. Right. Probably. So they weren't close to, he's like, ah, oh, crap, I landed where there was no people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I need to go. Because uh, like, I can't remember else. if the prequel actually explains anything like that or if it just like literally picks up from the saucer crashing. But like that movie just shows you what happens to the Norwegian crew. Yeah. And then it literally ends with the dog running away and the helicopter Mm. going after it. So Mm. like they kind of fill in some of the, the blanks of what happened, but it also still doesn't give you much on as it shouldn't. Right. Right. Yeah. I will say that it's one of those things where, Movies that came out in the 80s weren't ever usually expecting to franchise and make a billion (laughs) movies and things weren't over explained as much as they are now. And it's kind of cool in that aspect where it's like, yeah, I'd rather just leave it the way it is because it makes you think about things and it makes you think about it after you're done watching the movie. Right. And everything isn't explained, but that's kind of on purpose. And I think that. You know, it does it well in this movie because yeah. you're still interested in everything that's happening the whole time, obviously. Yeah, because um, like this, this I definitely didn't feel like needed a prequel. Yeah. So when they yeah. released this yeah. and I went and saw oh, it, okay. I was like, oh, shit. OK, so we're doing like a sequel. You're just calling it the thing or you're doing a remake. And then to find out that it was a prequel, I was like, why the hell are we doing this? Like, like almost like 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's the point? Why like, not? what are you going to show me? Why not? It, they're just trying to go back and uh, cash in on things that oh, did yeah. well. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like doing a prequel to The Departed. And it's like how Jack Nicholson got his start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't need that. There's a reason why we're doing one on this movie and not the other. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so we're uh, in, they, they decide, all right, you know what? We're just going to blow up our entire base. Screw it. Like, we're not making I don't know why they well, didn't do this from the get-go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he explains, he's like, um. Well, if it hides and freezes, then everything dies, and they just wait for the help party, the search party, to come unthaw them. Then right, right. So they're like, we gotta turn the temperature up on this camp. <laughs> yeah. So they're going like room by room. Like Kurt Russell's got a <laughs> bottle of alcohol, and then he throws in a stick of dynamite. Maltov per room. So he's he's got sixteen Maltovs in his hand, <laughs> yeah. and they throw a stick of dynamite. The Maltov next room and you get to they turn the camera show you down the hall then you watch every single oh one God. of them blow up there's a lot of explosions it's amazing we I probably watched it. them do seven or eight of them oh yeah yeah their explosion budget was probably like i don't know 80k like just a little less than the lube budget but <laughs> it's still close <laughs> it's in the run they spent more on lube than explosions <laughs> yeah. i don't know they blew a lot of stuff up they there was a, a lot, lot of, of lube <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> pa- Sorry. <laughs> Pause for the burp. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being assimilated. <laughs> I told you. I get you. I told you. I don't want to say. I spit anymore. in your beer. Oh my god! Now I'm inside you. Ah, I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> but we're so, all losing our minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, we've got the we got cabin fever from really being in the though? Arctic. I never knew if it was you to begin with. Let's be honest. That's kind of me. I've known you for like, what, like 15 years? How I still don't know that? if you're real. <laughs> well, God knows, you're probably an alien that crash landed here like 10,000 years ago. Assimilating. That's yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. You took the guise of an innocent Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to infiltrate two random people. That's 24 why he, hours south of me. That's why he doesn't have a Canadian accent. I knew it. <laughs> They can't assimilate accents. <laughs> Not Canadian. I've ones. never once heard you say a. <laughs> a. That, if that's what gives me away after thirty years. I'm gonna be really pissed. <laughs> I've never. Damn it! I never thought about the, yeah, the sir, a. <laughs> fuck. We've been fooled this whole time. Yeah, and you're and he started a podcast with us. This is terrible. And I assimilate if you hear it. I don't. Oh. Even, I don't even need to be there. So oh, that's why I wanted to start a podcast. And <laughs> oh, anybody okay. that hears it. Yeah. Assimilated. I see how it is. It's very convenient. It's the instant your face breaks in half one, too. <laughs> okay. I pick I picked the rough version. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But so they blow up all their all their freaking bases and then there's one room left and it's the generator room and they get down there and they're like, All right, well let's blow this up and he's like, Well, where's the generator? And the guy's like, uh, it's gone, McCready. It's gone. He's like, well, can it. we fix it? It's and he's not, like, yeah. no, you don't understand. It's literally gone. Like somebody there took it. There's nothing there. Yeah. Like, it was gone. But like, this this is the part. I'm like, okay, 
you all made it. All you have to do is stick together. Go room by room and plant your dynamite. But no, they all split up. And of course, once they split up, they all start getting assimilated. Like the one guy, like you said, got the fucking fingers through fingers the face. Fingers in your face. Like, I'm you now. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I want to know how they, they probably like put like a baggie or something over his face and got him to like well, they, stretch yeah. it. It was well, all practice. So they were putting something. Yeah. So it's probably liquid latex like layers. Yeah. And just, because you can like make it look like skin and then you can like lift it up and stretch it and stuff. So it's, it's probably some yeah. sort of like silicone yeah, they didn't or actually latex. actually put his fingers in his cheeks well no really? I, but <laughs> I knew that i'm just saying it was cool how they, they did it they, they, and they kept cutting yeah. away so they were like building it up more and more and like he kept moving his hand like right. further in his mouth he's assimilating more and more yeah like, but then my favorite part was later you see him dragging him by his face and his whole hand is just like morphed into the guy's face yeah and he's just like dragging, just dragging him, him along. <laughs> it's so cool yeah it's pretty cool. neat yeah but then uh, the only guy left is McCready and he uh, he's trying to blow up the whole thing and like the, the creature's like moving underground and it's blowing all this stuff up and it like forms into this giant like hodgepodge of everybody he's assimilated. He assimilated all the assimilations. Yeah, like he's part dog, he's part whatever that guy was, like he's part like a uh, small Norwegian man, like right. why not? There's different people in arms and stuff sticking out yeah. of him. <laughs> like... Kurt Russell gives me my favorite line of dialogue here. Like the thing is like screaming at him and screech him. Like he lights the dynamite. And he's like, "Yeah, and fuck you too!" Right. And just blows <laughs> and just him throws up. it at him. <laughs> oh my god! And well, I don't know how he got out of that building because well, it I, it exploded a lot. Like I didn't want to say it, but when you're like, "Yeah, no, he didn't make it out of there," I wanted to be like, "He's fucking Kurt Russell. Of course <laughs> he made it out of there." But there's no way he made it out of there. Well, yeah, no, yeah I just no meant like nobody would make it out of there. But because this is a movie, he made it out. Yeah, that's so. that is very true. Yeah. But you gotta bet on Kurt Russell every time. It blew up in like two seconds after like he threw it and he was he walked like three steps away. They didn't make the explosions take a while. Like they when, were fast. When they, they were throwing the Molotovs and it would be they would take two steps away from that door and it would blow up. Right. And then the helicopter and stuff it was blowing up on people and Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of movies, they're like, okay, something's going to explode. And they make it take longer than it normally would. And this one, I think it did it a little faster than it normally would or right. that we're used to. And then they just did it the whole film. They're just mm-hmm. like, nope, this explodes now. This explodes <laughs> boom, now. Boom, no boom. waiting for anything. Oh, here we go. Yeah, everything exploded. Yeah, there was definitely no waiting. I enjoyed my instant explosion. Right? <laughs> I needed that gratification of yeah. boom. <laughs> the only time they'd light a fuse was like, I have something to say before this explodes. <laughs> I must monologue it. before this stick of dynamite explodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. But, uh, so he he escapes his explosion somehow, and he's mm-hmm. he's walking through the base, and uh, Childs is the guy's name. Yep. Uh, he, he shows up out of nowhere. He's yeah, like, he just walks back in. And, like, this, like as much as I... I like movies where we get a finite ending where, you know, exactly how it ends, there's no, like, ties left untied <laughs> I don't know what the word no is. No boxes left unchecked. Yeah. No stones left unturned. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was all of them. But like as much as I like movies like that, this is the one like one of the few times where I'm like I like that they left this open mm-hmm. where you don't know if Childs is the thing, you don't know if Kurt Russell got infected at some point and like Kurt Russell gives you that dialogue where he's just like well, if any of us have a surprise for each other, like, I don't think we're in any shape to actually nope. do anything about it. So let's just wait and see what happens. And then the the freaking credits roll. Child's Ch- mm-hmm. okay with that. He's like, that yeah. works. I'm tired. Yeah, because they it, both well, were like panicking. His, his reasoning was that he left to go check on something and right. got taken away or lost in the storm and just just came back right right and it sounds kind of sketchy so you kind of assume like maybe he was right infected. Well, he was gone most of the movie and then he just comes back while there was mm. an alien mm. yeah mm. well so sketchy. like i i found out um one of my little tidbits is, Ooh, uh, is that a different <laughs> yeah that's well it's a tidbit i didn't oh, look it up i okay. just happen to know this it's not a steve fact. Oh, no okay. no it's just a steve tidbit okay <laughs> but so carpenter almost made this a different ending so he was originally going to have Kurt Russell like obviously be an alien 
and same with Childs. Right. And it was going to be them getting picked up and, you know, in a helicopter on their way back to civilization. And like his last line was going to be like, man, I'm starving. Like, I can't wait to eat. Mm. So it was almost like, oh, they survived, but they were both aliens. And now they're both going to the main populace to right. infect mm. everyone. That's what they were looking for. Right. They're hungry. But I... In, and they're I, hungry. <laughs> I, I think if they did that, I definitely wouldn't have liked the ending. I would have really? wanted to watch them assimilate a, a yeah, city. Yeah, I would. I would have wanted <laughs> I would, a little want bit more. Yeah, let's do another story. <laughs> but then it's Give me another movie. It's please. almost like that would have been like the sequel setup. Like, okay, our sequel is now going to be Kurt Russell and uh, Childs walking around assimilating people without getting detected. But like, I think this is more of a they could, they could not. Like, right? It was one of those, you know, it. it they weren't setting up a sequel on purpose. Right. They didn't want to make it seem like something that it wasn't. I think that they they just yeah, did they, it perfectly. And they, they truly didn't, wanted you to leave it up to your imagination. Right. They didn't want you to assume there would be more to the story. Right, right. 40 years ago, when you're making films, they really weren't making them two at a time. Yeah. They, no. they weren't Three franchising. at a time. Or, yeah. And right. some, some of these franchises have 11 movies in them. Over like thirty years, they, though, yeah, like. and they yeah. they do it on purpose now. But where this stuff gets its start, it's either like a a remake of a single story, and they mm -hmm. just they want to keep it, or that's just what wasn't what they were doing back then. Yeah. So they just right. tied it up. But mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't, I don't mind the like kind of the twist ending where it's like oh, it could be either one of them, right, yeah. right, or it could be none of them. Or it could be one of them. <laughs> or it could be the other one. <laughs> There's a lot of choices. That's, no, that's you have it. to that's use your imagination. Options. Yeah. But yeah, like, because I mean, when this when this got released, it wasn't very well received. Like, if I remember correctly, it kind of bombed at first. And it kind of got more oh, attention. Oh, yeah. Were you, did you see it in theaters in 1982? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was there. <laughs> you know, was they do too. keep track yeah. of this we stuff. Went together. So it's easy to find out if you wanted to look. All right. But it's... You know, they it wasn't well received. Like it didn't make what it eventually no, made after it got released and kind of got more of a following. Well, people weren't. They're like, this one's gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is crazy. Exactly. Like it's it was uncomfortable back yeah. then. But like you know, that's why I felt like if he were to go with that other ending and kind of went more the route of like we're trying to set up like more of a a bookend, right. Like I don't think it would have worked if nah. if the movie wasn't well well received at first. Like nowadays, if this came out and it was like popular, like right off the bat, then they, it's like oh yeah, they would have thrown they'd it. They'd already been filming. There would have been the, the thing, second one. That's, yeah, it would have already been in, already in production. Been filming. Yeah, the next one <laughs> would have been one. things. Then it would have been like thing three, <laughs> well, Return <somebody> to <laughs> Earth. Some of these franchises will film two movies at once. Yeah. Yep. And it's kind of it's, it's like what are you? Hey, it He's saves budget because they're already on location. Yeah, already like, let's see how the first one does before we already <laughs> throw our hat in the ring for the sequel. Yeah. Well, they had to do that more in the 80s because they didn't go into it with a billion Yet dollar I didn't budget. didn't get a Commando 2. <laughs> Damn it. He never will, Steve. I know. Yeah. We could remake it starring you. <laughs> I would have fun. We just shoot him the first 30 <laughs> seconds just for real. <laughs> Welcome to Commando 2. Just shooting Steve. Bam. <laughs> All right, join us next week for the sequel, <laughs> Steve's Funeral. <laughs> for the sequel, Michael gets arrested. Mm. Okay, so I will say, at, after my first watch... Yeah, what'd you um, think? I I did enjoy it. Okay. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely in that, like, Halloween, you know, Friday, Friday yeah. the 13th sort of... It's not scary, but it is, like, creepy. Right. It's um, unsettling so yeah. not knowing who you can trust and like knowing anybody could be this weird thing that's trying to eat you. And these these movies in 82 were just starting to pop up more and more frequently. Right. So they did a really good job of applying, oh, we're allowed to push the envelope a little bit mm -hmm. to an alien movie where because yeah. some like some of the older ones like the Invasion of the Body Snatchers and stuff is like 
well, you just couldn't tell like cause it was just the same person there was no effects right it didn't change or anything so it's it's kind of neat to see something build off of it mm-hmm. and do it a little crazier yeah and i mean john carpenter usually makes some good stuff oh, so like I, I gotta trust that, him. that's a big part of it is the guy yeah. who made it was good at his job yeah yeah, yeah. And i mean this was a couple of years after he did halloween so it's like you kind of see some of those like influences and in, like how we made halloween into this like with some of the camera shots and some of the scene setups there was just no yeah it needed the doodle-loos <laughs> i think doodle-loos. coming from a successful horror film like halloween mm-hmm. you're willing to push the envelope with a different genre right and a different type of film well like you were saying like he didn't want to do this at first right because yeah. like the original thing was like his his favorite the or guy something? that made the original film uh was one of his heroes i, oh, I, okay. I don't know if hero or somebody he looked up to right right you know that made movies before him and so he didn't want to touch it and then he's like well maybe you know he said he reread the story and well this is a really good story mm-hmm. if, if the right people if we can get the right right you know, situation the right people because like i've never seen the original i think it's called like the thing from another world or something but yeah. like i know it's a little different it's not really like the assimilating as much it's no. more of like it's an actual like like monster Frankenstein looking thing, like yeah. going around killing like a crew in the Arctic. But like they kind of kept like the same, like you have to burn it to get rid of it, like mm. stuff like that. But yeah, it was more of a monster film yeah. than a, than a intelligent creature. life form from outer space <laughs> right. movie. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll still put it down. This is one of probably one of my favorite like creature features. It still kind of holds up today from what I remember. My My only thing is, how did they drive the spaceship as a <laughs> as a mass of arms? Because it has a bunch of tentacles. Yeah, it's so probably it hitting hit a bunch of buttons. buttons. <laughs> a bunch of buttons. Maybe it was. just when he got in it, because he was in it, he could control it. I just don't understand why he couldn't use those tentacles to like slither <laughs> great distances, like super fast. Like, why does it need a spaceship? You know, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. It should yeah. have assimilated space. <laughs> it should have assimilated rockets out of its ass, so it could just fly through. <laughs> No, no technology. They had to keep Transformers separate. <laughs> They're like, there's already a movie about the cars turning into things. <laughs> well, yeah. Any any final thoughts for you guys? Any uh, last things you want to throw out? Classic that you can watch today and go. That's kind of that's kind of a wild movie. Yeah. No. Definitely agreed. What about you? I think Michael's the thing, and I kind of want to get out of here because I'm scared. <laughs> all right. Well, before Michael assimilates us, let's say goodbye, and uh, hopefully goodbye. you're all getting assimilated now. <laughs> hopefully, we'll all be the same person next time. Ew, Steve. Let me put my fingers in your face. Come on, <laughs> come on. Ew. Okay, come on. Like yeah. Before we subject the again. viewing audience to that, <laughs> I guess let's, let's <laughs> give me your face, Steve. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time on every film in the book. Bye. Bye. Happy assimilating. Ha, 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 ha.